This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves to fire that. What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! <laughs> It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host, cover everything sport, international and local. The team is here and they're all tuned in live on Instagram at Omar Duri, giving me the comments already we're starting since I posted yesterday about this show. People have been responding like crazy and I appreciate you guys because you make it what it is. And shout out to everyone else who's tuned in, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority, you're chilling at home watching us live on YouTube. Okay, right. So the question of the day, and I think you guys are going to love this one, is your mental diet more important than what you feed your body? I'm going to ask that one more time. Is your mental diet more important than what you feed your body? The thoughts that you feed your mind all day dictate how you conclude the day. So think about that in terms of nutrition for the mind compared to nutrition for the body. We're talking about that. And also in modern sports, athletes have enough on their plate. The money, the fame, the expectation. But is it better if they manage their own deals or leave it to the agents? Another crazy topic that we're going to be talking on the Halftime Show. Some even keep it in-house. Like Messi, for example, with his father. Or Kane, with his brother. Or De Bruyne, by himself. See, all these athletes have their own way of managing their contracts and their deals. But what do you think is right? Text us on 4215 salat or do or slide into my DMs at Omar Duri and let me know and I'll be talking about that on the show. Okay, don't go anywhere. Here's some mamacita black eyed peas and we'll be right back. Enjoy, folks. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Aduri. Oh, he loves the fire that was a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Let's get ready to rumble. You know what time it is. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Adori. I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. Right, okay. Topic of the day is your mental diet more important than what you feed your body. Now, I've had a lot of responses on Instagram, people really jumping on this one, mainly for the fact that it has a lot of weight on it. Now, we talked about the importance of nutrition when it comes down to uh, longevity and actually sustaining you know, a, a healthy lifestyle. But we've also spoken about mental health and gut health and how important the two are. Now, if we combine the two and spoke about how your gut is the second brain now we're kind of going somewhere with it and what you feed your thoughts are something that are very important to dictating what kind of day you have from the distractions from you know all the obstacles that you face during the day we often find ourselves challenged by one two three even multiple things and upon getting challenged by those multiple things is the thoughts we feed our mind Sometimes it's at our own cost, sometimes it's external, whether it's internal or external, it's still something that requires practice. And through practice, we've always spoken about how being kind to yourself, self-love, self-talk, meditation, breathwork have all been tools we have spoken about on the Halftime Show. And so therefore, if the second brain is in the gut, 
and that helps control your brain, then all of a sudden we're onto something. There's so many things that are happening that we need to take control of, especially after the pandemic, especially after things that we do at work, things people have lost their jobs, people have lost loved ones. But now more than ever, our mental thought, our mental health and our mental fitness is something that people are speaking about. How valuable are they going to be in gaining the perfect mental diet? If your mental if your mentality is causing you anxiety, you are far more likely to be to to suffer from comfort, sleep, or even feeling lethargic. But making better choices promotes better feelings, which helps control your mood. So what can we do to be able to, to do that? Breathwork is definitely one thing. If you haven't seen episode 200, Wim Hof uh, actually helped me through COVID. And when sometimes we struggle with breathing, that is something that specifically it requires to settle you down or disconnect, disengage. There's so many factors when it comes down to breathwork. Meditation. Now, whether you're spiritual or not, and whether you're religious or not, culture-wise, one thing you can do is be spiritual with yourself and take time out from everything and all the stresses that we face to be able to achieve, you know, a nice, calm, zen, controlled manner. The nervous system works in a crazy way. So feeding your mental um, nutrition the right way with the right thoughts helps that. Ice baths we've spoken about, sauna, breathing, being able to speak to a loved one, being able to, to even be in the presence of someone that doesn't require you to speak, yet at the same time can help ease your mind. All these factors are things that really help with your mental diet. What do you do to get your mental diet on point? Text me on 4215 at Salat or do or sign into my DMs. You know what? At the moment now, my Instagram has been going crazy since I posted that yesterday about mental diet. But people were straight on and really, really good at catching on to what I was talking about. And I asked, is it as important as feeding your body with nutrition? Now, all of a sudden, thoughts versus nutrition requires that kind of mindset to be able to get us to think in a way of how do we get ourselves in the right frame of mind despite all the challenges we face and that is the segment on mental diet and whether it's just as important as feeding your body with nutrition let me know 4215 it's a lot or do shout out to jason and noor masoud mimo aboud as well aj um who else we've got here sir guy mufida said um flow of course he's on his run at the moment in new york and he's always tuned in which is great um actually comment coming in here from um Abud, and that is hold on let me just read that out mind controls the body the thoughts are everything and can consequently influence what you feed your body spot on and Mufid agrees with him on that one hope you guys are doing great and listen we'll be right back after the break let's enjoy some Kid essence and I'll see you very very soon this is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri oh he loves the fire then what a goal this is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95 nice strike oh better than nice We are back and we are live on the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host, coming everything sport, international, local. A lot of people uh, sending in their comments through on the Instagram live at Omar Duri about uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. But don't worry, I'll be talking about that in segment three and a lot of the pressures that come with it. Right, okay. Should athletes represent 
themselves or should they leave it up to the agents? Now, I say this because in the modern game now, there's a lot of athletes actually representing themselves or going with agencies to allow them to represent themselves so they could be registered. Now, we've seen Kevin De Bruyne negotiate his own deal. We've seen people like Raheem Sterling. We've seen Harry Kane have his brother do it for him. We've seen Lionel Messi have his father do it for him. But what do you guys think? Is that something that athletes should just focus on playing the sport performance? Or should it be something where they actually sign up with someone that's legit? We've had the sports agent on the show, shout out, shout out to Safe as well, um, who, who has represented many, many athletes and also made some big deals as well. But as I was looking at this, and I thought this was very, very interesting, Rock Nation, Jay-Z's Rock Nation, um, very, very interesting that they have athletes under their agency who represent themselves. Uh, Axel Witzel, if you know who that is, that's that's one of the players. Um, you've got uh, who else is on here? There's a lot more on here. Finley Corrigan, Kevin De Bruyne, Romelu Lukaku, Noham Abdullahi. You've got uh, Tyrone Mings. Quite a few players, and Tyrone Mings is a friend of the shows as well. Quite a few players that are on the agency that normally would negotiate their own deals. Now, I don't know about you guys, but when I when I look at that, I think, look at how sports has changed so much now. Now, now we're actually talking about athletes negotiate, sitting on a table with their own uh, teams, the manager or the club or the chairman, and discussing their contract. Now, unless they've studied this, how do we know if they're not being conned, if they maybe they're asking for too much or maybe even too little? Um, Ariela... Guarantes as well. She's on there, basketball player from for LA. You know, there's some there's some big people on here, and that's just the agency I'm talking about. But looking at that, I wonder how. Let's say, for example, you see an athlete and you see them sitting down with, just put it this way, sitting down with their manager and their chairman, and the club offering him a deal, a contract, and him saying, "No, nope, I want more." And they go, "Okay, how much more do you want? Three hundred thousand a week." And I want a signing on fee. And I want an agent fee. Hold on. Agent fee. That's me. So I want that agent fee as my deal as well. All of a sudden, you have the right because normally the clubs would allocate that money towards the agent. So they see there's so many things here that all of a sudden change when you represent yourself. And this was something I was thinking about regarding Kevin De Bruyne, who recently, in a self, I think the highest paid player at City, by negotiating his own contract. I, I don't know. What do you guys think? Let me know. Um, who do we have here? They're, a lot of the people on Instagram are talking about CR7 at the moment. Cristiano Ronaldo is literally trending everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, Mimo saying Martial needs love in games. I think he's not going to get that with Oli, Rashford, CR7, Sancho, etc. in front of him. There's still more talk about uh, CR7 that's coming up after the break uh, Mufid honestly depends on the agent some agents like Safe you mentioned massively look after the players and some agents no names are so-called super agents that get up to 10 million for a deal yeah Minerola <laughs> I'll say that wholeheartedly uh, some of, like the Haaland deal that was supposed to go for around rumoured 800 to 900,000 a week plus agent fees for him to go to Chelsea was turned down that's insane um that also tells me that the player could have got that interesting sir guy it can be both but better to concentrate on sport and have someone to cover your back 
But there's a lot of sto- stories when agents cheated. Example, Alexander Hleb, ex-Barcelona and Arsenal. Yes, that's a very good de- uh, very good point. And also, not only that, the deal that took Anelka to Real Madrid, the brothers got 4 million out of that. At a time where 4 million was a lot in agents' fees, if you think about the actual sum being 23 million for the transfer fee, for the brothers to get 4 million, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money at that time. And we're talking, what, 10, 15, 15, 20 years ago? God, I'm getting old. Yeah, but that's, that's telling you that uh, Tashrik has just jumped in the room, Natalie just jumped in the room, and Agent Spicy is talking sense. But what do you think? Should, should athletes represent themselves and be their own agent, or should they just leave it up to those who have studied it and put all their investment into it? Think about that. 4215 at Salat Ordu. Coming up next, we do have a roundup of sports. At the moment, Cristiano Ronaldo's trending, so that's what we're going to be talking about as we get back from the break. Here's some We Made It Her. Enjoy. This is the Halftime Show with Umar Paduri on Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire then! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Umar on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! It sure is that time. It's that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host, coming everything sport, international, local. If you're just tuning in and kicking yourself for missing the show, don't worry, you can catch all of our podcasts on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, or if you prefer a visual, shout out to Super Mario and Gabby. You can head over to our YouTube channel and we have all of our episodes on there on the Pulse95 radio page. Okay, right. So, um... Mufid, you asked the question. I'm going to scroll up here because there's quite a few people that are dropping their comments in here. And I think the question was about Cristiano Ronaldo. Now, uh, let's just find it here. Hold up. Okay. Many called him a failure for not delivering the Champions League. But what do you think he is going to do for the season? What are your thoughts on that? And do you think he's going to be a success? Expectations and pressures. Let us know. Okay, right. So everyone now is kind of talking about Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo returns back to the Premier League. 36 years young with Manchester United. He has adapted his game. Uh, and and this, is, this is what I was thinking earlier as well. When people call him a failure for not actually hitting the heights that he has set, the incredible heights he has set, in his career for Juventus by not delivering, you know, the league or Champions League, etc. I, I I find that hard to believe. Remember, football is not tennis. It's not an individual sport. It's a team sport. So when they lose, people are very quick to point fingers. But when they win, all of a sudden, they start to talk about the manager. They start to talk about the star players, etc., etc. So I don't think, actually, that Cristiano Ronaldo was a failure when he was out in Juventus. Actually, I think he, he's to be able to adapt and move to so many different leagues i think that is full credit to him at the moment now now how is he gonna play at united that's a very very good point and i think also from what rashid was saying martial on form do you see him starting on saturday or has how how his season is going to be i think is what you meant now again we've seen players excel for their countries but not necessarily for their clubs and you have to be given the opportunity to be able to do so but when you purchase players like 75 million or 80 million or 30 million or 40 million Unfortunately, those players are going to take priority. Now, 
My thing about Cristiano Ronaldo and being at Manchester United is whether he starts him or he doesn't, will he have the character, I'm talking about the manager here, to pull him out of the pitch or bring him on the pitch at the right time? Because we all know the fantastic attributes that Cristiano Ronaldo has. But the problem with that is, will Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, who actually was his teammate, be able to pull off Cristiano Ronaldo after 70 minutes if it's nil-nil or if it's 1-1 and they're not or if it's 1-0 and they're losing to bring on a Greenwood, you know, a Martial who's been in great form for his country. That is where I'm kind of looking into it because right now with the team that Manchester United have, I think we can all agree they should be challenging for the league title. But the point is in the Premier League especially, people find you out very very quickly. And if they're cutting out the supply to Cristiano Ronaldo and being able to, you know, to slow down United, would Oli be able to bring on a Cavani for Cristiano Ronaldo? Or will he keep Cristiano Ronaldo on regardless? And the reason why I say this is because for a very long time, when Meza Ozo was at Arsenal and Arsene Wenger refused to take him off until like five minutes to go, the crowd were on his back. Ozil wasn't happy. And it was too late for that substitution. So I wonder if Oli will be able to take him off and have the personality to do so. The comments are coming in. Um, hold on. Let's see. Still got cookie emojis on here. Um, Mufid. Okay, so <laughs> they're asking where a certain player that I coached, where he is. Um, Tashrik is saying, check if you can get them in the Mina Cup 2022. Might do that. Um, AJ is asking, hold on, let me just put on some music for you, AJ. Um, AJ is asking, how bad would we look if we played against the team you are coaching? Now, listen, shout out to Condado, by the way, my team that I'm coaching. Um, we're still early days. We still have a lot of work to do. So ask me in a couple of months and I'll let you know AJ there you go there's the proper answer that people never give you the, the direct answer <laughs> Florin CR7 is old he is back to mentor the current squad see that's a very very good point I kind of like that Florin Florin's a Man United fan from New York um, I like the fact you've you've chosen that angle the reason why because everyone is expected Ronaldo to come in and absolutely blow the roof off the stadium a lot of people are saying that they're really annoyed that the kickoffs at 3 p.m. And as you know, the 3 p.m. kickoffs in the UK are not being televised. And that's why they're, they're talking about this 3 p.m. Blo- uh, blackout, which they, they're trying to, to, to cause just, just to stir about in the UK. Um, I like the way you've thought about that, Florin, though, because with Cristiano, I think I wonder if he played the second game if Oli would have rested him for Newcastle and then played him in, in the game after that let's see I mean I don't know now he's been back for nine days so I'm sure he has to start Cavani Greenwood Sancho Rashford and CR7 that sounds honestly that sounds like a crazy attacking line I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie what's up shouts I see you my man um, but yeah they, everyone now is anticipating and poor Newcastle man the first game that Cristiano's back and it's it's at Old Trafford and it's against them. Steve Bruce must be thinking, what do I have to do to catch a break? Especially now that we're looking at, I would say, probably the best United side for the last nine years, eight years, ten years maybe even. What do you guys think? I think so. I think the best United side for nine, nine, ten years. I mean, if they don't win anything... 
God, the pressure's on there. Florin is saying, I love United, I love CR7, but his role now will be similar to Oli's United role. Wow. So you, do you think he's going to be more of a, a leader and less of a player? Interesting. Interesting. Well, if he gets a penalty to Shriek, is Ronaldo taking it? <laughs> that is the question. Uh, Rashid, Cristiano doesn't need to adjust. He can come into any team and fit in. Look at Lukaku. He didn't need time to start his first game. I know where you're going with that, Rashid. Mind you, his first game was against Arsenal and you would have scored against Arsenal. But yeah, anyway, we won't talk about Arsenal now. Let's, let's, you know what? This is depressing me now to talk about Arsenal. Let's enjoy Toast by Coffee. And you know what? I'll be right back after that. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. On Oh, he loves the fire then! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! that time it's the halftime show though Madhuri. but I thank you very much for everyone who's tuned in and sending their comments through on my Instagram live it's so nice to be able to go back and forward with you guys and interact and what a great show it's been I think the topic of the day has been is your mental diet more important than what you feed your body and what about the thoughts you feed your mind all day and you know what it's had a lot of stir on that we've also spoken about whether athletes should represent themselves and be their own agents or just rely on an agent to do that for them we spoke about the example of Messi and his father Harry Kane and his brother and also Kevin De Bruyne representing himself but being under an agency which is Rock Nation and as we know that is by Jay-Z very very interesting topics on here thank you Sergei for uh, for, for connecting with us and you can go back to work now and Maria as well <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, okay, anyone anyone thinking CR7 is old should remember only three months ago, he outscored Lukaku by six goals, even though Lukaku's team won the league and Juve finished fourth. See, why do I need a co-host? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's a very good point. And that also kind of alludes to my point, as I was saying earlier, about an individual sport versus a team sport and this whole Ballon d'Or thing and who should be the best player, etc. When actually a team in itself is is doing most of the work and even following the European Player of the Year and who deserves it, Jorginho with Champions League and and, uh, and uh, the Euros, etc., etc. We can go on all day with that, but that's, that's what I'm talking about. Florin is saying, I think the agent thing is old. No one has my best interest in heart more than me so good for the players who represent themselves I like that as well and I think if, you, if you're as good as Kevin De Bruyne I think it's pretty simple um, you know that is very very obvious that when it comes down to that it's pretty pretty simple that Kevin De Bruyne goes in speaks to Pep Guardiola says I'm your best player give me what I want and that's that's pretty much that done um, okay right so we are approaching full time on the halftime show thank you very much for tuning in I really hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have remember you can catch every Monday Wednesday and Saturday 3 to 4 on the halftime show Pulse 95 radio the question of the day is should athletes negotiate their own deals that was one segment and the second segment was, is your mental diet more important than what you feed your body? And what about the thoughts you feed your mind all day? That's me. I'm out. I'm really, really glad you guys uh, spent the hour with me. Thank you very much for everyone who's tuned in. And 
Again, we've got a big, a big announcement coming up soon. A big guest coming on the show. Can't wait to share that with you. That will be done very, very soon. I will see you guys. Have a great day. And peace and love. I'm out. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3 p.m. 